You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Welcome to this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, a podcast all about helping action takers and decision makers like you align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. Hi, I'm Sarah from Sarah Box Coaching and Consulting. I'm a change agent former executive director and best-selling author of The Changemaker Ripple Effect, a book about how one person's drive, purpose, and boldness can impact thousands. And I'm here to tell you that the life you want is possible with the right support, mindset, and strategy. On today's podcast, we're joined by Kara Harrison. Now, Kara's a pretty interesting gal. We've been having a great chat before I hit record, and she's going to be a little bit different topic than we normally do. It'll tie right into purpose, passion, and um, purpose in life and balance. But she comes at it from a slightly different direction. Kara is a cannabis educator and founder of SheBD. Now, this is the first ever eco-feminist and couture CBD company, and she's dedicated to educating and empowering women to take control of their health by offering the purest, highest quality THC-free hemp supplements on the market. And in 2009, Kara was diagnosed with a condition. I'm going to ask her to talk to you about that, but that led to her getting educated and actually creating her company and the focus of her work today. And it actually changed her life. And today she helps other other women through her lifestyle brand and business, SheBD. She specifically helps them take control of their health through informed choices. She helps them to work to ensure that her company offers products that make the world better for future generation. And she helps women lead their best self life as naturally as possible through her products and beyond. In this episode, we're going to talk about how CBD can help foster your physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual health and well-being. We're going to get into a little bit of the difference and clarify the difference between CBD, the hemp, THC, all those things that are typically confusing for folks. Um, but before we get to any of that, let's welcome our guest, Kara Harrison. Hi, Kara. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me on the show today. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show today. I'm, I have questions to pick your brain with, but before we even get into any of that, I do want to ask you, like I ask all of our guests, what is one non-negotiable ritual or habit, habit you do every day that keeps you heading towards your big goals and vision? Oh, I love, love, love this question. So my non-negotiable, and I think it truly is because I have that internal alarm clock but it's 
getting up early every morning and get moving. So you can always catch me at 530 in the morning up walking with my dog Evie and ready to really clear my mind, think about set intentions for the day and enjoy a beautiful sunrise. Ooh, nice. Okay. As a dog person myself, what kind of dog is Evie? Evie is a rescue and she is part Chihuahua, part Papillon, part a little bit of maybe everything else, but she has my heart a hundred percent. So she's my sidekick and my ride or die. Nice. I like yeah. it. Okay. I'll get back yeah. to the topic now. I just can't stand sure. it when I see, you know, I'm like, I interview someone, I hear their dog in the background going, okay, what kind of dog do you have? <laughs> Show me your dog. So yeah. I just had to do that. And you know what? I, when I walk, I walk with my dog too, because it's just like my pal. So, hey, let's start with just some background, like Give us some context for how, why, when, how you even started your business. What led to that from your events in 2009? Sure. So before starting the business, it really, um, the impetus was my complicated relationship with endometriosis, which I think many of your listeners probably can relate to, right? Um, endometriosis is a condition of the endometrial tissue that lines the uterus and it generally doesn't um, function properly, which can lead to a, a life filled with a lot of pain. And for me, in addition to the pain, also um, in some infertility issues. Um, what's interesting about endometriosis is that it requires a visual diagnosis. So you have to go in and have a scope. And you have to see, see the endometrial tissue right in places where it shouldn't be, whether that's on your ovary, fallopian tubes, those types of things. Um, and then there's the secondary problem, which is how do you get rid of it once it's there? Because if you if you try to cut it out, you'll create scar tissue, which is also problematic. So usually they'll lice it or shoot it with a laser and, and hope that the problem, you know, will go away or you can kind of maintain, right, some semblance of normalcy knowing that you have it. But again, and they will actually go in and cleric, uh excuse me, categorize your endometriosis, whether it's stage one, two, three, or four, right? Four being pretty severe. And I had um, a stage four endometrial endometrial um, diagnosis with a surgery. And so they decided, hey, let's do a second surgery and go in and see if we can't do what's called a uterine suspension and move your uterus. And maybe this will help um, relieve some of that pain and severe uh, tissue displacement that you have. And so I've few surgeries and had some complications from surgery that cascaded from one complication, this surgery to the next surgery. And I like to call it my journey from hell back to health because I ended up having nine surgeries. Um, the, the last several surgeries um, were ones that no one ever wants to find out they have to have, which led me to a place of, hey, you either have to live a life on synthetic painkillers because the pain is so bad, or you need to have a complete hysterectomy. And I made the decision to have the hysterectomy because I really couldn't imagine, you know, um, being on synthetic painkillers for the rest of my life because those were just debilitating in other ways. Had the surgery, um, and after the hysterectomy, had some more complications, um, an internal hole um, manifest itself. And so ended up spending quite a bit of time in the hospital. And I'll tell you that when you have to spend time in the hospital and wondering if I'm going to make it out, right, internal infections, once you have um, an, a hole in your intestines, it's a whole different ballgame. 
And um, I got really serious about understanding my body, understanding how it works. And if I did make it out, how would I do this in a better way so that I was you know, able to not have to look back once we close this door, we're going to be as healthy as possible, as intentional as possible. And I had some really great medical professionals who helped introduce me to CBD and cannabis and understanding the benefits that it can have on your body in a more natural way. So as I, again, made my way out of my journey, I understood and started to take CBD. I like to say it did not heal me, but it certainly helps, you know, with the pain, with the balance, with the homeostasis, which is critical to just living a, a, a balanced, healthy lifestyle. And then once I understood how much this helped me, it, it was the impetus to say, hey, like this snowballs into helping other women, right? Because I know I'm not the only person with endometriosis and I'm not the only person dealing with whatever those pain or, you know, imbalances are. And so we need to start educating and helping people and putting this in their hands and helping them to make better, more informed choices. And that's where really CBD came from. Wow. Okay. So let me ask you this about that. That's a lot of information. And I'm curious, I mean, you were able to pull it together in a pretty short synopsis of what was obviously a very long, (laughs) scary, painful, non, Mm -hmm. probably seemed like it was never going to end process. Yeah. Right. Correct. So but I'm curious when you were going through that and you had healthcare professionals who were starting to introduce you to CBD and cannabis, did you have any kind of reservations or mental blocks about that? Or did you go into it kind of open from the beginning going, oh yeah, I'm willing to do anything. What kind of was your mindset when you started down that path, if you can remember back? Sure, I can. And it takes me back before my the introduction to the CBD, right? And understanding really the fundamentals of it. I I would go back several years to maybe the fourth surgery in that, you know, line of um, very unpleasant surgeries. My fourth surgery was an emergency bowel obstruction surgery that came from a lot of the scar tissue from the first three surgeries. And so it was the first time I had to have an emergency surgery. And as I was rushed in, you think about something's wrong. You go to the emergency room, all kinds of things are going out of control and they rush you away. You don't know who your surgeon is. And when I woke up, I got to meet my general surgeon and he, I'd been through quite a bit, right? I felt like certainly at the time. And he said to me, the key to your recovery is going to be, you know, um, hot bat, hot showers to make sure that your bowel starts to move again properly, long walks, and maybe some natural painkillers if you start to feel a lot of pain. And I thought, this guy is, I didn't choose this guy. Where did he come from, right? Like, what do you, what do you mean long walks and showers and you know, hot showers and natural versus the synthetics. I don't think he realizes what I've been through, but um, I, I experienced success there and I realized, wait a minute, he's onto something. So that was really the first time I started to think in terms of maybe, maybe what we've been told about, you know, constantly taking these synthetics isn't the full story. So I started to understand a little bit more about maybe integrative health and understanding what my options were. So by the time I had to have the hysterectomy, and it was a complicated surgery. So there was a, the surgeon was actually a gynecological oncologist who performed the surgery, which meant I recovered on the oncology floor, even though I was an oncology patient. And as I was on the oncology floor and out walking every morning um, in the hospital, I would walk with some of the other patients and they talked about their cannabis use and how helpful it was for them. And then that led to the discussions with medical doctors and 
really seeing the benefits for them and understanding, you know, maybe some natural alternatives that I had experienced that were beneficial and helpful for me. So I was really open to understanding and learning as much as I could at that time. And I would say what a great coincidence that when you woke up, that was the surgeon, you know, woke up from your emergency right. surgery. Yeah. That's, but I'm really not sure it was a coincidence at all, but right. the right person at the right time for you. Absolutely. With, so, I mean, every day I'm still in touch with him and grateful oh, cool. for him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you know, you were also like open to like, you could have just said, I'm walking. Are you kidding me? Drug me up. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's a number right. of people who say, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to change what I do, you know? So is that part of why you consider SheBD really a lifestyle brand business? What, what do you mean when you say that? Absolutely. I think that when we think about SheBD, we always talk about she and who is she and how is, you know, she in terms of the company and how we can help. You know, we always ask, how can she help you and what can she do for you? And if you understand what CBD does, right, and, and really it's not a synthetic, so it's not targeting a specific condition in your body to go cure that condition. CBD is really just helping balance your body because what we know is that our body wants to heal itself. Right? We just have to get out of our own way in terms of the foods we eat and the lifestyle choices we make. So if we can get our bodies in balance, if CBD can help you get to a place where your balance and your body can go heal itself, man, if you think about that and you think, what can she do then to help you not only internally balance your body, but, but in, your, in, your li- in your everyday life, whether that be, we want to talk about, you know, providing informed decisions and choices and empowerment and education around finances around sustainability, which we hear about all the time lately, you know, with really, truly educational blog pieces, not just around, you know, alternatives in healthcare, but in your life, how do you become a more significant person to yourself? How do you talk to yourself better, nicer, kinder, and then carry that out and that ripple effect to your influence, influence your circles with your family, your friends, and then your community. So we think she can help you do that. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So I'm curious when people reach out to you or you're talking and educating people, what are the most common questions or misperceptions that people have about CBD? Oh, absolutely. I love to talk about CBD. So when we think about CBD, the questions that I think we still hear more often than not are what is the difference between CBD and THC? Does CBD get me high? And how much CBD should I take, right? The dosing question. And so before I answer those, I think I have to tell you about something in your body called the endocannabinoid system or your ECS. And if CBD is the driver, um, the endocannabinoid system is the track that you're driving that race car on, right? And so we all have heard about your skeletal system, your muscular system, you know, all of the different systems that we learn about when we're young, but we didn't learn about the endocannabinoid system, though all mammals have one, right? And not only do you have this system, and it's, its ultimate function really is homeostasis or maintaining that balance in your body, right? And it works at the cellular level by stimulating what we have called C1 or CBC2 receptors. And the type of receptor that's stimulated within the ECS really depends on the type of where it's working in your body, right? Whether it's in the central or peripheral nervous system. So 
you've got this system and your body is actually making cannabinoids. So it's an endogenous system. So we call those endocannabinoids. But the hemp plant creates something called phytocannabinoids, which mimics those endocannabinoids. So they're the same things, right? So if you take CBD, then it, it works within that endocannabinoid system the same way those cannabinoids will. And it works on those receptors. When I'm out of balance, is it yes. like, are my receptors, I don't want to say damaged, but lower functioning? You know, how, like you can constantly overstimulate your adrenal glands and pretty soon you deplete right. them, right? Is sure. it similar to that? No, that's a great question. So we don't think so. What we know is that those receptors, right, they are lipid-based retrograde neurotransmitter receptors that bind with the cannabinoids. They don't deplete how, and then you're constant, we're creating cannabinoids within our body, but we generally don't create enough. So when you just talked about like your adrenals being overstimulated, you don't, we don't have that problem with our ECS or cannabinoids. So usually it's a depletion problem, which is why we need to supplement with the phytocannabinoids, right? So the system itself, the racetrack stays pretty well-maintained. It's supplying it with enough enough cannabinoids to keep it in balance. That's where I was wondering. So thanks. That was the kind of the underlying assumption I was making, but I wasn't sure it was actually a good assumption. So when we supplement, it just helps balance it. Right. Okay. It has a certain need. Go ahead. You go. It has a certain need. So you let's say, let's use numbers. So if it needs 10 and you only produce five, you've got to supplement with right to eight. You may produce 10 at times and then you may be suffering, whether it's extreme stress, lack of sleep, you know, your, your body fluctuates as well. How many cannabinoids you're creating yourself, right? And, and so you're going to need different levels of CBD or some type of supplement, you know, at different times based on where you are. But I want to ask you to, before we go there, answer the other question about that people want to know, will it get me high? What's the difference between that and um, the types of CBD? Perfect. So if we have that endocannabinoid system or ECS in our body, then we have cannabinoids that come from hemp or marijuana plants, which are similar. They're from the same strain or family, but they're like cousins, right? Um, And the difference is you, if you, we have over a hundred cannabinoids that come from the plants. We're going to talk about hemp specifically. So hemp produces a hundred cannabinoids in that plant or phytocannabinoids really, because it's coming from a plant. So you have these cannabinoids, CBD is one, THC is one of the hundred, though they make up a majority of what's coming out of that plant, right? THC comes in hemp at less than 0.3% right? And CBD is greater. So they're different cannabinoids from the same plant and they, they work on different receptors. One works on a CB1, one works on a CB2 receptor in that system. So when THC binds with the CB, C1, C1 receptor, experience that psychoactive effect. When CBD binds with that C2 receptor, it, you get calming, you know, it actually triggers an endomine and some type of you know, bliss hormone, if you will, release. And so you kind of get a sense of relaxation and then just general wellness. So they're different. So does CBD get you high? It doesn't. What's the difference? They're different THC and CBD. They're different cannabinoids within the hemp plant, right? And then the other question we receive quite often is, 
the dosing? How much should I take? And we really can't answer that because, again, it matters how many endocannabinoids your body is creating. You know, we know generally that you should probably have around 20 milligrams. So what we say is start low and go slow. Take a little bit and see. It's not what you feel when you take a CBD product, but what you don't feel, right? So you should have the absence of the pain, kind of the uneasiness, maybe the imbalance that you don't feel. You just should feel good. And when you feel good, you know, you've hit your sweet spot and stop there. And you don't want to take too much. It's too much. You'll just get your body will get rid of it and it doesn't help. So find your sweet spot and stop there. So start low, go slow. That's good advice on a lot of things. That's right. <laughs> Go slow. Okay. And then, okay. So now I'm going to tell you, like I'm buying CBD and someone okay. says, okay, do you want full spectrum, broad spectrum, isolate? And I'm thinking my head's going to explode. What is the difference? <laughs> what is think, the difference? Yeah, there, there's a big difference. So great question. We think about them in three different buckets. So again, Full spectrum would represent, right, the full plant. And we love to have whole plant, whole plant products whenever possible. But some of us don't want to experience that high. And so we think we need to take that THC out. So uh, if full spectrum means including THC, the broad spectrum would mean we're going to take that THC out of that hemp, but we're going to keep all of the other cannabinoids and not only cannabinoids, but terpenes, flavonoids, and fatty acids, which are important, right? to work within that ECS system that we talked about. So, and when you think about what are terpenes, those really give um, the plant the, the flavor, the smell, those types of things. Um, and and they're, they're quite helpful, um, especially if you're someone who knows a lot about essential oils, which is a whole different topic, I guess, right? But when you think about frankincense and how, gr- how great the terpenes are that help with those therapeutic benefits, terpenes are also important for you know, what's happening with your broad spectrum CBD. And in fact, there's a term that they call the entourage effect. So if you have all of those cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, fatty acids working together, um, you get that entourage effect, which just means the greater efficacy of the product. Then there are, um, the third bucket is an isolate where people will say, you know, we just want the CBD. We'll take the CBD, leave all of those others, and we'll, we'll isolate it and give you an isolated product. So CBD is a broad spectrum CBD um, offering, right? We have everything. We think CBG is just as important as CBD. So we make sure that we remove the THC, but offer the broad spectrum. Okay. That is probably the most clearly I've ever had that explained to me. Even in, (laughs) I mean, I've read it and I've heard it. I've asked questions Mm -hmm. before and been told more than once, but it has never stuck in that way for me. So thank you for um, clarifying that for me. Sarah, that's what I'm here for. Tired of feeling stuck and ending with the same result? Want to know how Sarah can help you with one-on-one or organizational coaching? Then book your free discovery call at sarahbox.com forward slash contact. Now back to the show. So tell me, you made a comment earlier about you're not looking when you take CBD or a, a product you're not looking for like, how do I feel different? You're looking for what am I not experiencing, correct? Like, when do I feel balanced? So right. give some examples of why people, besides your your example, which was pretty extreme. I mean, you were in great pain, right? Uh-huh. But what uh-huh. are some of the other reasons women come to you 
because SheBD as a company is a lifestyle brand, but what usually brings people in the door and what are they hoping to accomplish? Sure. So I'd say that, you know, we, I would say we're a lifestyle brand because we offer the education to help you make informed choices about your life, right? But in terms of what, and so there's lots of education, this robust digital platform that we offer. But in terms of product, it is, it's a CBD product line and it is, you know, whether we have a soft gel, a tincture, a couple different topicals, a balm, a cream, or even a sheet mask for your face, people will come and they'll say, hey, look, I've got, and, and you have to be really careful right? Because we don't want to make any medical claims. We don't have enough metadata metadata in the science yet. We're headed there and we certainly will, but uh, the metadata is not there yet. The science certainly is. And I want to stress that though we need a few more years, but you know, they'll come and say, I have discomfort. I need relief from, you know, my muscle aches, my pains. I have a great, um, one of my dear, dear friends, is a hairstylist and she's just standing on her feet all day and she gets shoulder pain, neck pain. But what's interesting, so she takes it for this. I have friends who can't sleep, so they'll take it for sleep. I have, you know, some who just take it for general wellness for that balance and homeostasis. And it's interesting because CBD doesn't target specifically, namely one of these, it just targets everything that's wrong. Like it opens the door, like it gets out of your body's way, right? It opens the door so your body can heal whatever wrong. And so what I find fascinating yet very common is that somebody will reach out to me and say, gosh, I just want to thank you because I took your product because I thought, you know, I have this ache in my joints, but what I found is it did X, Y, and Z for me. And I think, and they say, I'm fascinated. And I too am fascinated yet. I'm not because I know your body would heal itself if it can again. Right. And so CBD just helps you get back to that place where it can. I know for me, and I've been, I shared with you before we started, I've been taking CBD for, I don't know, two or three years now, um, the isolate form. And, you know, then like anything, I'm really good with my vitamins. Really, I would say religious with my vitamins until I'm not, right? I'll go on a travel trip or whatever, and I forget to take them. Five days away, I'm out of the habit. So, and that happened with the CBD. And like, it's a four or five weeks later, I'm walking, I'm going, God, what is going on with my knee all of a sudden? And I'm thinking, okay, Okay. what's changed? Am I eating something different? Am I walking different? You know, like I'm going through all the logical, what's changed? What's changed? What's changed? And all of a sudden I'm going, what has changed? But it wasn't until I, it wasn't until I didn't have it. I don't know how to explain it, but it's that very subtle difference you were talking about. Um, Right. And so I just find it remarkable. And I know the person who actually recommended it to me took it because she has really bad RA. So it wasn't to mm-hmm. fix her, but it was to to help her RA, rheumatoid arthritis, and some other conditions right. she has to support her health and balance through that because that's stressful on her body anyway. So, Right. Absolutely. And I'm sure she receives um, significant relief from it, right? I do. I mean, we do have my brother plays basketball quite a bit and he'll, he has extreme knee pain after and he puts the balm on and he experiences immediate relief, right? He'd go home and sleep where if not, he can't. So. Yeah. And I like that. um, It helps your system do its own thing, right? Versus just taking a, a pill, which does have its place, but not as an ongoing kind of, um, 
response. And of course, I'm saying I am not a trained medical profession. I will joke and say I slept at a Holiday Inn last night. That's why I think this. But um, I, I don't have both. credentials. I have my own experience. So I just want anybody listening to know that. I would recommend if you're considering this, you talk to someone who studied it and knows the difference and is ethical. Talk to us a little bit, Kara, about how you know. You talk about it being an eco-friendly product and company. What does that mean and how do you ensure that? Sure. Sustainability is at the core of everything that we do, right? We're committed to sustainability, whether it's safe farming practices, having post-recycled product packaging, right? We partner with Recycle Nation to make recycling easier for um, you know, our consumers, not only of, you know, CBD products, but just in general to know how to truly recycle products at home. And then, you know, we partner with One Tree Planted as well. And we plant trees all over the globe, actually, to ensure that, you know, we're doing our part, not only to think through, you know, our products, how, how we make them from the front end, our business practices, but also, you know, how can you as a consumer get involved with, you know, planting a tree and um, really building your community and what that tree means. And I think when you think about if we're working on an initiative where you can um, designate where your tree is planted as a consumer, right? And then go spend time, I hope, with whether it's your children or friends or family and read a book or be intentional about spending some time outside and watch that tree grow and watch your life grow. So again, sustainability is at the heart of what we do, because we think once you get more intentional about what you're doing and understand why, again, again, those informed choices, um, you'll become more sustainable in your daily life as well. I think the whole, like, what is your motivation and your why is really important in a lot of areas of, in our life. I have a question, of course, about um, kind of where you see your work going in the future. Like, how has your business been growing? How have people been reacting? You know, just to the movement of CBD. Absolutely. So uh, I think we've all heard, felt, read CBD here, there, and everywhere, right? And everybody asks the question, is this just a fad? Is it here to stay? We believe it's here to stay. And I think CBD, you know, we've been really intentional about our product offering. We have what we believe is the purest quality of product of a broad spectrum hemp to help women, again, bring back that balance. But we're constantly working in partnerships to not only offer these, these products to help you internally, but also you know, whether we're working today on a partnership with Worth to start helping women think about their finances and how to bring your life in balance in terms of getting you know, um, yourself set and on track financially, whether it's you know, again, with your community and sustainability initiatives, whether it's with some of the nonprofits that we work with and then offering opportunities for women to get involved or even just offering I Am Remarkable workshops um, in communities throughout our country. So, you know, where CBD is going, we've been, you know, wildly accepted by our communities. We're supported. Um, people love the product, supportive of you know, our belief in terms of making this sort of high-end and couture to help demystify and erase the, the demystify, erase the stigma around CBD, that women should be proud to use it. They should be proud to balance their lives and then really see where our initiatives take us in five years, which we hope is, 
you know, a big part of who she is and our consumers now, five years from now and 10 years from now in all aspects of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about having the highest quality. Do you, um, how do you test your, how do you test, do you have third party testing or how do you make sure that you maintain that high quality and that people count on? That's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so important. So it's important from, you know, the, how we grow the type of soil that we use our plants in general, right. Our, our awesome female hemp plants um, that promote CBD products to this. We have a patent pending extraction process, a chromatography process that goes in and extracts the THC, but also purifies what we have. And through that extraction, it's not a distillate process where I, we believe maybe the heat gets too too hot to kind of impact that molecular structure of the compound. Um, and so, you know, we we love what we have. We love our process. But then we make sure and we test that in-house as well as we send it out to third-party labs. Um, to make sure that the the potency is there, that we don't have any trace metals or any of the um, types of things that you would not want in your product, right? We don't even add dyes to ours. We want to make sure that it doesn't have any of those, you know, harsh dyes or chemicals. Um, And then we provide a COA and all of our lab tests and third-party lab tests on our website to make sure that you feel comfortable and understand what type of product you're putting in your body as well. Say what a COA is. Certificate of Authenticity. It's really the way we've standardized um, in the industry today in terms of how do we, you know, from a quality standpoint, ensure that our product is what we say it is, right? And and unfortunately, um, in the CBD movement, there are a lot of folks out there who don't put, you know, have the highest quality and standards in place. And so those COAs will really protect you. And we think it's important that you understand what they are and that you look for those COAs when you purchase any type of CBD or hemp product. So I think that's important to underscore listeners is if you check out a product and its website, you should be able to find that information. If it's not there and you request it from the company, they should be willing and able to provide it to you. Because if not, there are companies and we're talking to CBD, who (laughs) is one that will share that information with you openly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we don't want to put drugs or anything in our body that we don't know what it is. No. Yeah, there's a lot of products out there that have two two things when you think about it. A lot of trace metals um, that you don't want, and then also maybe less CBD than you thought the product had, and so really there's no true um, impact or efficacy on the body. So I hope this this episode wasn't too geeky or too much science, but I had a lot of fun <laughs> learning from you, Kara. I just, um, I love it when people know that much about what they're doing and can share it in a way that is consumable, no pun intended, um, but really like, okay, I get it. I get the buckets. I get the plant. I get the, you know, the system has two receptors. It wasn't too much info, but enough that I can picture in my head what you're talking about. Sure. So, and I think your whole focus on intentionality and balance and speaking to the whole woman and how that allows us as women to be more to ourselves, to one another and our community, however we define that, is is really important work. It is important work. And I thank you for letting me talk with you today and geek out about the, the plant and the science behind it, but also more importantly, just how we can educate and empower each other right? And make more informed choices about our health. 
Always. Always and together is the best way to go. Absolutely. We have a saying at CBD, we say it every week on our team calls. When women support each other, incredible things happen. And I think there is no truer statement, right? I would say that's absolutely factual. Absolutely. Consider me on your team. Um, Thank you. Yeah, totally. Where would you suggest people start to educate themselves? Like, is there a topic? Sure. So if people want to get in touch with us, you can find SheBD. It's just like it sounds. She, S-H-E-B-D.com. You can reach out directly to myself, Kara, K-A-R-A at SheBD.com. And a great place to start in terms of education, I think the best educators out there are the Knox Doctors, K-N-O-X, Knox Doctors. Um, They have an academy called Advent Academy, um, though, which is generally geared towards those in the medical profession. They have a lot of great information out there for consumers like you and I, and they, uh, they don't promote a specific product. They're just medical doctors who are teaching about the endocannabinoid system and about uh, cannabis in general. So I would search the, the Knox doctors and start to read some of their literature. Thanks for that guidance, because that's really helpful. So, Kara, thanks again for being a featured guest on the No Labels, No Limits podcast and for doing the work that you do in the world because it makes a difference. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.